Welcome to The Sage and the Song, an archetypal exploration on life, love, and leadership. I'm Britta Greenviolet, singer, songwriter, creativity mentor, and conscious leadership coach. The stories we tell about our lives shape our lives, and I'm here in service of rewriting the script, crafting a new narrative where it's needed, and liberating your mind, body, heart, and voice to express the fullness of your unique medicine. Welcome to The Sacred Vessel, Part 1, Defining the Container. Today we explore a surprisingly multifaceted topic near and dear to my heart, that of the sacred vessel. Surprising because when I began to contemplate sharing about this archetype, I quickly realized it was going to be necessary to explore multiple facets of this concept as it relates to our lives. This is part one of a three-part series on the sacred vessel. Today in part one, we'll talk about the vessel as a symbol and look at the ways it shows up for us, both metaphorically and literally. Part two will explore the sacred vessel as a place where we hold space. And part three will dive into the sacred vessel that is our very own human body. Let's start with the foundation. What is the vessel? A container. Inside the container is spaciousness, potential, an invitation. It creates space inside itself for something to happen, for something to occupy or occur. It creates space for a process to reveal and play itself out. A vessel is defined both by its boundaries and by the negative space inside those boundaries. Therefore, I believe it's also a metaphor for totality, a timeless, holistic emblem. The vessel is an ancient symbol. We see it in the cup's suit of the tarot, in the beacon of the Holy Grail, in the classic shape of trophies awarded to champions, and of course, every time we open our kitchen cabinets. The vessel is both profound and profane deeply symbolic, and also undeniably practical. In the tradition of the tarot, the suit of cups is the symbol for our emotions, our intuition, and our emotional process as human beings. Cups are designed to hold liquid, and it's not hard to see, or rather to feel, the fluid, watery nature of our emotional experiences. The vision of a cup holding liquid also invites us to contemplate quantity in terms of excess or absence. The proverbial phrases glass half empty or glass half full come to mind, giving us an apt metaphor for our own tendencies toward optimism or pessimism. Sometimes I tell a story about a particularly awful moment in time that felt like a turning point in my own journey toward holistic health. Here's the short version. 
In my early 20s, I was out to dinner with my boyfriend at the time and his grandparents, and our waiter asked me if I was pregnant. Oh, shame spiral. Please don't ever do that to a woman. I wasn't pregnant. I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. Anyway, I've described that moment in the arc of my health journey as scraping my face on the bottom of the barrel because it was so deeply humiliating and humbling. Shameful reactions aside, it's notable that I would subconsciously choose to describe such an emotionally painful experience using the vessel as a metaphor in which I crashed painfully to the bottom. This is also a great example of the fact that we reach for archetypes constantly without even being aware of it. The vessel also holds meaning for us as it relates to other vessels. One cup on its own, for example, might be seen as a symbol for loneliness or perhaps for sovereignty. Whereas two or more cups suddenly creates community. An overflowing cup symbolizes abundance, and around the world, many cultures cherish the tradition of raising a full cup in celebration, congratulations, and honoring. We clank our full cups or glasses together with a merry cheers, salud, sante, kampai, or slanchava. This tradition is full of heart aligning it perfectly with the watery realm of our emotions, joys, and sentiments, the realm from which all good toasts are made. As a side note, I love a good toast. Maybe it's the Leo in me, or maybe I'm just a glass-half-full kind of gal. But I make a concerted effort to be willing and available for making toasts at dinners, weddings, rituals, and all manners of gatherings. If you're not the toast-making type, I get it. It's probably a nightmare for my introverts out there. But I'm going to toss out a friendly invitation to at least seriously consider putting yourself out there the next opportunity you get and offering a toast to your companions. There's something ancient and profound about some heartfelt words spoken with a glass raised high in our hand, kind of like casting a magic spell. As a final note here, the vessel readily lends itself to the symbol of a chalice, but it also has implications that reach far beyond a simple cup. Here's Kim Kranz from her Archetypes Deck guidebook. The vessel may be the most powerful archetypal form on earth. It is everywhere. Cups hold liquid, stoves hold fire, our bodies hold organs, our homes hold families. Through the simple act of separation, the vessel protects what it contains. Nests protect eggs. Savings account protect earnings. Even the planets are contained within their circular orbit. 
And here's a snippet of a gorgeous poem by Anthony Machado, which beautifully illustrates multiple layers of the vessel's meaning. Last night, as I was sleeping, I dreamt, marvelous error, that I had a beehive here inside my heart, and the golden bees were making white combs and sweet honey from my old failures. The Song This song has a special place in my heart as we sang it with our community choir, the Encourage Chorus. It's called Nanila and comes from the Republic of Georgia. Nanila means grandmother, and this song is an ode to our ancestral line. Talk about a sacred container. Once the harmonies get going, you'll hear a lifting of voice and pitch at the end of the line. This is my favorite part of the song. I was told by the women who shared this song with me that this lifting of melody and harmony at the end of the line is symbolic of lifting a glass to our ancestors in honoring and celebration of all those who have come before us.
In this episode, we've mainly explored the vessel itself as a basic symbol for the container of our emotions, as well as our outlook on life. This first portion of exploration feels like staring directly at an object with your gaze fixed upon its details, a direct contemplation. But if we soften our gaze and allow our field of vision to relax, the literal symbol of the vessel begins to take on different forms, different iterations, different incarnations. I invite you to join me for part two of the vessel series, where we will explore the fine art of holding space. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your presence, for your precious time and energy. You can find out more about me and my work at brittagreenviolet.com. Until next time, may your mythic adventure through life serve up nourishment, courage, curiosity, and awakening. This is the sage and the song signing off.